Welcome to the theatre of your mind. Please leave all anxieties and troubles behind and prepare yourself for the illumination of your imagination with more tall tales and short yarns. Created by Timothy Carroll and Eric Camilleri. Oh, g'day, mate. How are you? I hope at the very least you're up for any challenges that life is throwing at you at uh, uno momento. And that um, even better than that, you're, um, no matter what is happening, you're feeling good, man. Full of faith, hope, love, optimism, forgiveness, all that good stuff, mate. A human cocktail of inner resources. <laughs> anyway, uh, so here we are. This is episode number five of the Tall Tales and Short Yarns. When we began this project and we were approached to come and do these little stories for you, of which we were very, very thrilled, can you say? And we're very, very grateful and so happy to be here and be sharing this with you. It's just, well, I am kind of still talking to myself here in the lounge room at the moment, like a crazy man, pretending you're there, but I'm in fact not pretending because at the same time you are there by the marvelous wireless power of technology globally man so yeah here i am and there you are and here we are together but when we're approached to do this um words like remember the old tv show the twilight zone were thrown around to enter this doorway you must pass through uh you know you must need the key of imagination it was fantastic and i i don't do that lovely quote by ron serling justice but what a great old show the twilight zone was the outer limits was another one i love that kind of 1960s sense of science fiction and intrigue. Uh, we've got a little bit of intrigue for you today, and, and I guess this story was inspired by all of that, so we tipped our hat to that. I'll show the Twilight Zone and ask you now to join us through this doorway using the key of imagination as we discover this next story, episode number five in Tall Tales and Short Yarns. It's called, um, what's it called again? Ah oh, well, the man will tell us. Bye. <sighs> Insomnia. When would this tedious day finally come to an end? Fought Arthur Colcock wearily. Arthur was very tired, very hungry, and altogether irritated. He really was a miserable old sod. There was absolutely nothing to eat. The cupboards were bare, and apart from a mouldy old stale block of parmesan cheese, the refrigerator was completely and utterly empty. There wasn't even any milk for a soothing cup of tea. Oh, it was all that Beverly's fault. That wretched woman must have gone out somewhere earlier on without even telling him. Arthur was furious that she hadn't done the week's shopping, and also, the place was quite a mess. Oh, yes, it's all her fault, he seethed. Arthur had always been an impatient man, and he never liked or had any time for many people. Sadly, this included his devoted wife, Beverly. Deep down inside, Arthur knew that if it hadn't been for everybody else always getting in the bleeding way of things... He would have been quite successful, and indeed very, very happy. Other people, yes, they were the problem. 
Arthur trudged around his untidy and empty little house when he suddenly realised that he quaved a cigarette. The trouble was, he didn't think that he smoked anymore, but he wasn't entirely sure. This frustration irritated him all the more because he didn't even seem to have any cigarettes. Again, Arthur wearily put his hands deep down into the pockets of his tattered old dressing gown and felt nothing more than the annoying texture of some fabric fluff and a few old crumbs. He then looked down at his ratty old brown slippers and realised that his poor old callous-covered sore feet were cold, very, very cold. Well, what kind of wife was Beverly? Surely he deserved better than this. Yes, it was all her fault. He could not wait for her to come home. He would then surely give her a piece of his tired old mind. Poor old Arthur was so very tired, and so very irritated, and so very, very unhappy. If only he could sleep, but for some reason, he just couldn't seem to. It felt like he'd been awake for days. You see, this was actually, and very sadly, Arthur's own personal hell. Arthur had actually died from a sudden heart attack 29 years earlier, and this sad, miserable existence in eternity was in fact exactly according to the design and instructions which Arthur had laid out through the way in which he had chosen to live his life. So do be careful what you wish for, cause it might just come true. The curtain now must fall upon the theatre of your mind. But until we meet again, just promise to be kind. Thanks for listening to Tall Tales and Short Yarns.